Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I am beyond excited to be joined by the absolute legend tv and radio presenter pandora welcome to the <laughs> waffle shop <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, what a um introduction thank you very much it it's very pleasure. worthy very worthy okay. of the introduction thank you, thank you. i feel a little bit like i should have prepared like a fanfare now and i'm very sorry you had to provide your own <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean i was like well is it gonna happen now okay i'll just do it myself it's fine <laughs> and one job <laughs> I honestly, I'm so excited that you're joining me for Waffle. Like I'm a, genuinely a huge fan. Like I love your story and kind of what you've, not what you've been through. That's probably the wrong one, <laughs> wrong thing to say there. But like how you've overcome it and the person, the incredible person that you've turned into today. Like, so I'm, I'm going to get off with the fangirling bit out the way uh-huh. in the beginning. <laughs> you're going to make me start blushing in a minute. I'm glad that no one can say, like, can't see me. So it's great. <laughs> Now the introductions are over. For anyone who isn't familiar of your story, I'd quite like to go back to the beginning, if that's okay, to talk about your your how how it all started for you. Okay, um, we're going to go all the way to me being born. Then that's where we're going to start. That's we go. Um, Best place to start. <laughs> well, I'm a little baby, and uh, <laughs> no, um, so I was. I've been in care literally from the moment that I was born. 
Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my mum, she had a lot of problems. She struggled with mental health. And obviously, you know, in the 80s, mental health wasn't even a subject that anyone dare even yeah. approach. So if you had a problem, you mask it, you get up, you wipe your tears away and you act as if everything's fine. That's yeah. what happened back then. And um, my mom was at breaking point and um, she had me and she she couldn't cope. She was a severe alcoholic as well. And um, many times I had to be looked after. Um, I had to go to a, a care home. I had social workers come and, and take me from my mom when she couldn't cope. And, you know, it... For her, I just feel so, so sad for her because she, she didn't get the help that she needed. Yeah. Um, so foster care for me was something that, you know, I, I grew up and was around from the moment that I was born. Um, unfortunately, when I was nine years old, um, I had the horrific ordeal of watching my mum die. I'll never forget it. Um, we had a great relationship, so when she would, you know, be a little bit tipsy, we yeah. would we would have a laugh together. Bear in mind, I'm only like, you know, six or seven years old, aren't I? So, yeah. I'm, you know, I didn't know what was happening, but we'd always have so much fun. And um, when my mum died when I was nine, I remember that she um, she was on the sofa and I was in front and I was performing because I was one of those kids. Obviously. And um, I was just in front of her, just dancing around. And then all of a sudden, she started to shake, like convulse. Yeah. And I thought, oh, she's playing. But all of a sudden, it had like a serious tone to it because the shaking then became uncontrollable and her body was getting rigid and her head was kind of looking yeah. at, towards the ceiling. And I froze. And it was almost as if I was standing there for like hours and hours. Cause I remember I just moments were gone and I just kind of like was thinking to myself, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And the only thing that broke me out of just being frozen was um, the foaming at the mouth. Wow. When I saw the, the, the white foam at the mouth, I then remember letting out a massive scream and then running to the bathroom where my brother was in the shower and I'm banging on the door. Something's wrong with mom. Something's wrong with mom. Yeah. And he didn't believe me. Of course he didn't believe me. Like he thinks that I'm mucking around. I've just been dancing. Yeah. Around. He doesn't know. You're just trying um, to get him out of the shower so you can go to the toilet or something. Exactly. <laughs> we know how exactly. the siblings I work. Mean, you <laughs> yeah. know how it goes. <laughs> I know, yes. <laughs> and um, oh, that, for me, it felt like it took ages as well. Literally just bang, 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 bang. And I'm literally just screaming until he comes out and then I run back over to where our mum is and um you know she's she's not shaking anymore uh, there's no more foam coming out of her mouth she's just still and uh, I remember him instantly saying get the phone and then you know we both went over to the phone and he calls 999 and unfortunately by the time the paramedics got there yeah. uh, my mum had passed away I mean they still tried to you know um revive her but it it, it didn't it didn't work. And um, from there, my life, obviously, it, it completely changed because, you know, from being in and out of care, which is something that I was used to, all of a sudden, I'm going into full-time care. Yeah. Before, I think there was always like a little bit of a comfort knowing that I'm always going back to my mum. Oh, I'm going to go and have, you yeah. know, a 
a little vacation. That's why I saw it because I was only very young you know, growing up. A vacation in another family's home. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm going back to my going mom. And it just hit me that this isn't going to happen again. Like, this is it now. And um, I stopped talking about feelings. Um, if you spoke to any of my friends that I grew up with, uh, yeah. From, then on you wouldn't even know unless someone had told you that my parents are my parents you wouldn't know that yeah because it was something that I just didn't talk about um I only started talking about what I've been through and me being homeless as well that's another you know aspect of my life me and my mum um we didn't well, obviously I didn't I was too young but you know, <laughs> she didn't have um much money and many times we were homeless we were living on the wow. streets uh, picking food out of bins. I mean, that's just something it's, you know, it doesn't, if I hear someone else say it, it shocks me. But when I say it, it's just like, it it's like a norm. Yeah. It's, it's just what we did. And I didn't know, you know, the things could be different back then. I just thought everyone was going through this. I didn't see it as, you know, as what I was going through was any harder than any other, you know, four-year-old, eight-year-old would be going through. Um. But yeah, so I went into full-time care. I went to... Can I just say, like, yeah. that is giving me, like, chills. Like, I'm trying to, like, fight back, like, the tears. Oh, like, no, honestly, no, honestly, it is, it is so powerful. And I think this is why, as soon as I heard your story, like, I related it to it so much. And honestly, I am so incredibly privileged to be having this conversation with you right now. And just, I just want to say thank you for sharing it with me, let alone obviously the people who are going to listen to it, because it is conversations like this, that when they are had, people will relate to it. And I think, you know, I know for a fact, like what's coming next, this is the bit that's going to help so many other people. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw it back to you now. I don't want to, I won't yeah. interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what that means a lot? Because it, 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 it took a lot for me to start opening up about this, you know, yeah. I, I just, I think I became very good at, um, I call it the blackout, yeah. where I wouldn't remember anything uh, before being nine years old. I just blocked the whole lot out yeah. for a very long time, like all throughout my teenage years. I couldn't even tell you even if I wanted to. Yeah. Don't know. Just couldn't wow. say. And I think that, you know, I mean, that's a big problem in itself. You know, as I said yeah. to you at the beginning, as soon as we started speaking on here, I said, speaking is the best form of therapy. We need to talk. And um, yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here and to speak to you and to share my story because you know what? There's people out there right now that are going through much worse or even exactly the same. Yeah. And if I can help one person and if you can help one person, just letting them know that they're not alone and they can get through it. I think we've done our job here. So. Oh, 100%. See you later. Bye, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, everyone. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> so what, what, what was that turning point for you to start opening up and talking about it? Like, did, was there like an event or like, what changed? I met someone at an event. Uh, so I was on uh, a different radio sh uh, station and um, I met uh, this young guy at an event that I was at and um, he said to me, oh, you're Pandora, aren't you? And I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> asking? <laughs> <laughs> brain's ticking thinking, oh gosh, where have I met you from before? And he goes, oh no, we're listening to your show. And um, uh, what did he say? You know, he, di he didn't know that I'd been in care. Yeah. Um, 
he basically opened up to me and he, he, he told me that, you know, he wasn't living with his mom and that um, his mom was a, an alcoholic and he'd been homeless before. And this was all ringing bells in my head. Yeah. This guy doesn't know anything about, because I've never told anyone at that point. And I was just thinking, wow. And the thing that resonated with me is the fact that he just said, you know what? Life's just crap, isn't it? It's just, sorry, can you yeah. say that on it? <laughs> it's just rubbish. Oh, I've said a lot worse. Believe oh, me, okay, say what you right. want. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crap, isn't it? Do you know what? Sometimes I just think, you know what? I've just had enough. And it hit me. And I just thought, no. No, 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 no. You can, yeah. you, can, you can get more out of life. You can get over this and you can do whatever you want to do. You can be who you want, you want to be. Yes. All you have to do is just strive forward and learn from the past and use it to drive you forward. But I didn't have the guts to tell him that. I didn't have the guts to then open up and then tell him what I had been through. And that was my turning point. Cause I was like, I made a mistake there. I could have connected and reached out to that one yeah. person. And I wasn't obviously comfortable at that point in my life um, to do so. But from then on, I was, because I always have that in my head that I could have changed his life. I could have changed his perspective on his own life. Yeah. And that's why now I work so hard to do that because I think, you know, there's people out there that do need help and they do need, you know, other people to reach out to them. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Basically make up for that. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. It, I think... But without that kind of turning point and for that, you know, guy to say that to you at that particular moment, you may not have ever like opened yeah. up and spoke about. It. So, you know, I'm a big believer in everything kind of happens for a reason, as cheesy as it is. But, yeah. you know, I'm I've kind of learned the hard way that this is the events that are supposed to they're, they're already laid out for you, basically, not to get all like spiritual and but now yeah but it but it is and it's i i love it because it's another reason why i keep doing what i'm doing is the fact that there's people like yourself who went through that kind of traumatic you know experience but are now using it as kind of like fire in their belly to not only help others but to prove to everyone else that you know yes life is shit <laughs> it doesn't define who you are like you know you That's can go it. through all these traumatic things like you know but it doesn't define it's the same with like any kind of mental challenge like I'm not I struggle with PTSD and anxiety like quite bad on some days but I just use it now as motivation. It's like, well, do you know what? My mom is in this situation that, you know, her life's been taken away from her, but she still wakes up every day. She still has a laugh. She still gives me absolute hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and it's like, do you know what? If someone like my mom can yeah. go through that and still have that same drive, there is nothing stopping me. And, you know, similar to your story, for anyone who's listened to this, please believe in yourself because there is no stopping you all you've got to do is take that first step and open up mm -hmm. it's God, exactly that was very dramatic what? wasn't it no but it's you know you what? lost my breath <laughs> <laughs> that was a speech okay oh, if yeah, you, if you're going to be 
<laughs> I'd elect you, okay? I'd elect you for prime minister right now. <laughs> You've got the vote. <laughs> no, you're you're so right, and it, it's exactly that. And I think that you know by reaching out to people and uh, you know telling people our stories, like you've got an incredible story yourself. I know that you're here interviewing me, but you know, and uh, you need to talk about your situation more because you know what you you're, what you're going through will help thousands of young carers. Mm thousands of young carers knowing that there's someone like you doing so well and someone who's look at your personality you're like a, a bundle of like <laughs> I can't of, take compliments yeah. so even just saying that like I'm getting very like high pitched and going red everybody he's going <laughs> red, <okay? laughs> actually yeah that's really embarrassing <laughs> he actually is I'm not even lying okay he's getting embarrassed here <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. oh, stop it. It's very warm in here, isn't it? It's very hot in here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> in a different part of England to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everyone else snowing and skinny for us. It's like, whoo, we're at the beach here. Someone get us, a, get us an ice cold one quick. <laughs> you can fry an egg on my forehead at the minute. Um, so we're going to keep it lighthearted now. Like, you know, we've, that's it. You know, that's your incredible story. But what you have done with that, like you are one of the most well-known radio presenters in the UK. Like your like laughed at and your energy is so infectious. Like you only have to see one of your TikToks. <laughs> and honestly, like... <laughs> instant good mood. Instant good mood. Do you know what? Can I just say TikTok? Is one of my favorite things at the moment. It has really, I think it's may bring so much happiness to people in lockdown Definitely. i mean on the radio, obviously um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously but yeah tiktok is so much fun and it's so time consuming because i can spend hours hours trying to perfect a dance that i can still yeah. only half do but you enjoy it do you know what i mean you make and the fact that i've made you laugh the fact that i can make someone else smile and I, I'm just really enjoying it. And I'm so glad for that platform, actually. I really oh, am. So. Yeah, I think it's up there. Zoom and TikTok yeah. literally saved 2020. It I just, right. the only problem I have with it is that once I'm in, I'm in. And it takes like an alarm or something. Like, that's it now. That's your, <laughs> you've had enough today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem, is it? Where do you stop? Because I can start scrolling on TikTok, right? And then I start saving the videos that I want to do. Then I start trying to practice some. And then I'm like trying on different outfits. Then I'm like, oh no, I actually want to do this video. So I try and do that. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, you know, like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, I've got to go to bed. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? And I still haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally doing these TikTok dances in your sleep. Absolute yeah. perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> are you on it do you love it as much as I do or no I'm not I'm on it as if to say like I'd watch it but I'm not that brave as of yet to get there so you're just there's a, a few in the drafts <laughs> there's a few in the drafts that yeah. you know they, they will get a stage where I'm like because <laughs> this is gonna sound so true it was like I turned 30 in lockdown and it was like a yeah. switch had been flipped like do you know what I don't care anymore. Say what you want, think what you want. I'm going to do what kind of makes me happy. So the yes. next on that list is TikTok. So, so there you go. Hang on. So what were you not uploading because you didn't want to? Um, uh, you didn't want people to see you in that way, or you think sometimes they might just be a bit too goofy. Was it like a a personal thing, like an appearance thing? I don't. Th yeah, I think so. And it was just a kind of 
I've I've built up this kind of guard, if you like, mm-hmm. with myself, like I built a bit of a wall that whether it comes to like a God, you're good. So you try, <laughs> yes, you did that then. <laughs> oh, what I did? yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay, yeah. I, I will, an- yeah, I will answer the question, but that is it. This is my show, Pandora. <laughs> You've got your own. Taking over. Hello, everyone. This is the Waffle Shop Podcast with Pandora. <laughs> How you doing, everyone? <laughs> she has actually just sent me my P45. <laughs> oh, great. It's in the post. Yeah, I built up a bit of a, a guard, like, you know, I'm all kind of, not prim and proper, but like, you know, I've got a, I'm just too serious. So okay. when it's like stuff like this, the walls are coming down and do you know what? It's at that stage now, whereas people are going to talk whether you're doing bad or good. So do you know what are you, are they going to matter in six weeks time? Probably not. So you might as well do it enjoy yourself. One thing I've learned in radio, people are going to have an opinion. People are going to have their say. And you know what? I'm okay with that. It's taken yeah. a long time, a long time for me to be okay with it because it's, you know, when people go, oh, you know, if you see a bad comment or someone saying, oh, oh, he's so silly or yeah. oh, he looks like an idiot doing that. Of course, it's going to hurt. It, I'd be a liar if I sat yeah. here and said, oh no, you know, no comments can hurt me. Of course <laughs> they do. But as you say, there's a certain switch that you flip and it happens at a certain point in your life, mm-hmm. not just in your career, in your life. And I think you just go, oh, I'm actually okay with someone, you know, thinking maybe, okay, I'm selfish or thinking maybe uh, I look stupid doing that or maybe thinking that I can't dance or, you know, oh, I sound awful when I sing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, I probably do sound awful or I definitely can't dance to that, but I'm still <laughs> uploading it. Like, Am I going to stop? Doing? No, I'm not. <laughs> you know what? I'm enjoying it. <laughs> And that's what I've become okay with. And I try and get as many people as I can to join me on this journey of it's letting go, let yeah. go of that kind of, you know, it's the same thing with me, you know, I'm a presenter, right? You know, I don't want to be seen as just this little, you know, goofy, you know, ridiculous person who's just doing these videos. And <laughs> but I actually enjoy it. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's all that matters. Well, if you think that, then that's fine because I'm quite happy doing it and it's making me smile. And if it's making some other person smile, even if it's one other person out there, me. I'm going to keep doing it. There you go. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> well, it's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're on a bit of a roll now with, with you know, the positive vibe. So I've got yeah. some questions. Obviously you're a phenomenal DJ. So I'm going to throw some quite fun, but deep questions at you here. Here we go. All yeah. right. Let's we'll put, do like, it. Some dramatic lighting or something in this. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> Sounds like a Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Hoover everybody has come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest. Um, can you remember the mm-hmm. first song that you heard that made you feel something? That was a dramatic pause. It made me, okay, so, <laughs> did, did, did a tumbleweed just go by? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a very good one. That's, um, okay, so the first song. Or album. Oh, song or album. Oh, no, hang on. I can tell you the first song. Oh, it's going to, it actually made me cry. Oh, I'm gonna sing because hang on. It goes, this it. is the Go song. It. it goes, and you've got to tell me what it is. 
Can we laugh? Okay, guys. Mm. To dance with my father again. Oh. It's about um the singer's father died and he just want what he just wanted one. I want to say Luther Van Joss, but I don't think it is. Oh, but you know I think it's something like Yusuf, Yusuf something. Is it? I want to Google it. I want to dance with my father again. I heard it on the radio not so long ago. Um, oh, I know I what song. I know, you know what, what song it, you're it, on about. Yeah, but I can't for life me. Behind it. I remember it being on the radio and I asked. I was like, I didn't quite understand what, what the song was about. I was just thinking, oh, okay, what? He just wanted to dance with his dad. And it was, no, uh, his dad was dying. And he just, you know, he's thinking of all of these things that um, he wanted to do with his father again that he'd missed yeah. out on. And, broke me down it was the wow. voice it was the song and it was like so that would probably be the first song that actually triggered uh an, a, an emotion because bear in mind i yeah. didn't cry either because you know i was um yeah. all my emotions when i was younger <laughs> everything was great everything was happy and i just remember just bawling my eyes out thinking wow i didn't realize that that was going to have such a strong effect on me but yeah so there we go That's but we powerful. can't think of a song what is the name what is that song we'll find it we'll, we'll find oh, it find but do it. you know what though this is why i love talking to like you know like people in like music and like radio djs and stuff like that because music is like my biggest coping mechanism so stuff like that like i find it so interesting how music can take you to that place and then or you know it can also have some incredible memories attached to it music so, is, is powerful it's uh, it creates an emotion it can solidify what you're feeling so it can you know uh, you know you can mirror your emotion or you can use it to turn something on like there's certain songs that are really happy and yeah. that if you're feeling like you're in a good mood and you want to hear it you can switch that on or if you need cheering up or if you just think do you know what i'm in a bad one today i need something to make me cry I'm choosing this. Like, do you know there what I mean? There we go. It's beautiful with music, don't you? Because it can, you know, it can really lift all you. Day. Or let make you let it all out, which is great. I remember it was not long after everything had happened with mom. And I went, I went to Asda to do like the food shop. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the last gigs I went, I took my mom to was to see Adele. And oh, wow. I was in the middle of Asda. Literally, I get goosebumps every time I tell this story because it's so cheesy. And I remember being in the aisle. Obviously, my mum was in intensive care. I wasn't sure, obviously, what the outcome was going to be. And um, Adele started playing. And I remember literally being right next to the Uncle Ben's rice. <laughs> and it literally, oh, it was like someone had opened a tap. I literally, I crumbled. And yeah, it's... It's annoying because still today I can't listen to that song. That song. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's oh, it's so powerful. But on the flip side of that, what's your go-to party starter? Oh, mate, there's so many. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Okay, you see my face and I'm smiling. Do you know what song does this? Okay, so I I, I play it. Um, Sometimes when I when I come home and I'm trying to g up my dog, <laughs> I've been out. I think, right, that's it. He's getting it. I'm going to get home and I'm going to put on this song, particular song, and we both start playing with his tug toy. Right? I've got a little uh, cute rescue staffy, and it's Americano. If I could put my personality, yeah, that's the one from what in between us. I do that dance as well. Um, I think, yeah, if I could put my per my personality into a song, it would be that. It's that just, just 
spot on. It it lifts the mood. It's ridiculously silly. It's fun. And it just makes people like when I've been out, oh my God, I feel like this was years ago. DJ, <laughs> and I used to play days. that song. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was far, 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 far away from here. Uh, it does feel like it's been years, doesn't it? Feels like it has been at least about five years. Time's just flying. I, d- I don't even know like where it's gone. Like, I let literally I lose my words when I try to fathom what has happened this past year. <laughs> where because it's it's literally five years crammed into one. And so like yeah. we're, we're talking about these kind of like I oh, remember when I used to go out. Remember when I used to do this? As if it was like, <laughs> but it is a distant <laughs> memory. <laughs> years ago um yeah no um so basically whenever I would um be out and I could be doing any kind of set I could be doing like a a houseier set I could be doing a a club classics set um maybe doing a little bit of an R&B set yeah I can tell you now if I felt the vibes and I felt it was right I would drop that in and it doesn't matter where I was (laughs) everyone would love it it's just that one song it's weird, isn't it? That I, lo- I love stuff like that though, because yeah. it, it, it just it like it like even with the sad songs, it it pulls an emotion, it pulls like a memory for people. Like even whether it's not even like the in betweeners, I imagine that song was like everywhere that summer it was released in like yeah. Xanti and like Magdalene, you know, like people's a lot of people's first holidays and stuff. It was, and then everyone, all it would be is no one really dances to it apart from going, hey, yeah, just <laughs> like that, and you're like. It just makes people happy because you can be silly to it. And that's, you don't have to like be the best dancer. You're not trying to impress anyone. It literally is go on the dance floor and actually do this. I think it's <laughs> like a very that. British thing, isn't it? Like no one yeah, actually yeah. knows the word apart from the rest of it. No one knows. We don't know it. Our hands are up in the air by that point. Exactly. Oh dear. Wow. Cleared a dance floor with a song. Oh, yeah, I have. No, no, it's not even funny. (laughs) (laughs) I have. So, um, this was was the first club I played at, or was it the second? I'm going to go with the first. So, bear in mind, this is the first time being in front of a large crowd being in a club where a resident DJ has been killing it. Yeah. Big up to all of the resident DJs. Okay. These guys are grafters and they know the crowd. They have been playing that club a day in and day out for years. They know what they're doing. I remember I came (laughs) in, right? (laughs) So much. Look, I'm learning now still. Okay, yeah. it's the same with me being a radio presenter. I don't think that there's ever a point in your career where you should settle down and go, yeah, cool, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I got this. You're, we're always learning. We're always yeah. finding new skills and different ways that we can mix or how I can present my radio show. It's, there's always room to get better. Anyway, so obviously you got to act confident, right? So I walked into this club and everyone was just dancing, having a great time. And there's a fear, okay? Yeah, and all DJs would have even presenters going to present in you know live studio live not just studios what is it live arenas when you're going out in front of people, it's very scary because you know at any one point 
they could not like what you're doing. Yeah. And it's that reaction. How do you react to that? And obviously, you know, being the first time or second <laughs> time that I'm in a club, I ain't that confident, right? This is all for show, hum. Okay. <laughs> so I got there and I had- Fake it till you make it. <laughs> but this is what you got to do. I walked in there as if I owned the place. <laughs> I walked in with my little bag and everything, just, you know, thinking that I was the queen of the- Give a little wave. <laughs> And who's that girl? <laughs> anyway, I get behind the decks and say hi to the resident DJ. And um, so I was uh, DJing off of um, Serato at the time. So I bought my laptop. Yeah. Now, one thing that uh, no one had taught me was going from someone who was doing DJing off of a USB stick to someone who's DJing off of a laptop. You just got to switch a few wires. I'm making it sound yeah. more complicated than it actually is. But if you have never done it before, all of a sudden, you're having a mini heart attack. You're like, uh-oh. Because one thing that you don't want in radio or in a club is silence, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear no. silence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's the only mistake. Okay, that's not how I cleared the floor. Hold up. So anyway, so I spoke to the resident DJ and I was like, oh, because um, obviously you don't want to sound stupid. Like, oh, I haven't done this before. But I managed to say to him, said, Oh, and what, how do you do this again? Do you know what? I just keep getting confused. It is this one, isn't it? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, let me just fix this for you. It was brilliant. He was a diamond. So I was like, brilliant, thank you. Perfect. Did that, and I picked him up, got onto the mic, and what I did is I didn't mix out of his song because by this point, I was, if I'm honest with you, I was just nervous at that point. So I thought, do yeah. you know what? I'll, do? I'll get on the mic, pick him up, and then I'll just whack in my first tune, right? I thought, right, okay, cool. And as this time it was going, I was just listening to the music that he was playing because what I had uh, in mind was like a, uh, an amazing, like old school garage set, right? Yeah. And I was talking to my R&B as well. Uh, and then at the end, maybe I'll get a little bit of house in. And um, I played my first song, it went off, everyone was loving it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Second song in, yeah. Managed to mix that perfectly fine. Then I thought, <laughs> right, okay, in comes the garage. I started mixing in some garage and basically, this crowd did not like garage, but I was thinking, oh, I did. I wasn't quite quick on judging the crowd because that's what you are yeah. when you're deep, you've got to judge the crowd. If they do not like a song, you mix out of that, literally, even if it's a minute and 40 years, <laughs> get it out. Get it out, <laughs> well, it's I, gone. I left it in because then I was panicking, well, why are people going? <laughs> so I left it <laughs> in another garage tube, which then more people went and I was thinking, what do I do? What do I do? I then got so nervous that I couldn't mix the next song in. So then I just remembered that I just dropped it in and accidentally I had um, knocked out one of the wires. So one of the oh. wires had, had come out, the thing just went silent and I was just like, oh, and that's even worse in a club. So people are already dispersing, going to the toilet, going to the bar, and then it goes quiet. And then my face just drops. The uh, <laughs> guy comes to help me out. And I just remember it being an ordeal. But I can tell you now, and I'll tell anyone this, right? Nothing to be embarrassed about because we all have to make, um, it's not just about uh, mistakes, but it's about learning from certain situations. I now know what to do. I, I learned the hard way, but it had to happen because to be fair, that was my first time DJing in a club and I was nervous. Like I'm not afraid to admit yeah. it. And you know, it doesn't matter how many times I DJ at home. It's different when you get there. I can tell you yeah. that now. Like well, so you've got this an extra layer of pressure, isn't it? You've got all these people like, you know they're on their like their stag do's their hen do's they're like they're yeah. like quite big events like not just a, like a night out and yeah. that's it's a lot of pressure <laughs> it is and also you 
you should, I think always, and it's key to get to your set at least, at least 40 minutes before yeah. your set. And the reason being, you need to watch the crowd. It is, but once again, I only learned this after, you know, doing gig after gig after gig. Um, I, I, after I you ruined learn- everyone's night. <laughs> Joking. Basically, I did that night, but you know, it's, it's, it's like, when did we last about 10 years? <laughs> yeah, no, do you know what? I was scared. I'm not even like, I, I think there was an actual fear, and I didn't enjoy playing that night. Even when I brought them back with like um, the old school RB, I, it was because then I was so stressed of, of doing it right. I forgot how to enjoy it. I mean, it was my first one and it was a, yeah. it was a big club as well. I mean, I shouldn't really have taken a club that size on, but I, as you say, fake it till you make it. I just Yeah, it. go for I've it. Been I've been practicing again and again and again. <laughs> and I was like, right, I've got it. I know the tunes. I know the tunes because I'm out. I was out every weekend anyway. So do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you, you see people, I know, I know what my friends like. So, you know, oh, nightmare. It was a nightmare, but yeah, it did get better from there, I swear. <laughs> Do you know what though? I think as much as yes, it was like an embarrassing moment and stuff like that, but there's actually quite a beautiful message in that Pandora. What's that? <laughs> that... <laughs> no, but it's like you learn from your mistakes, like you grow. And you and... shouldn't be afraid. That's one thing I do want people exactly. to know. Do not be afraid to make mistakes because honey, you're going to make them. You're going to make them. You're going to get uh turned down for certain jobs you're going to get turned down for certain you know even in relationships yeah. you, you will get turned down we cannot like you know I say sit at home but that's what we've got to do right now you know we can't just sit on our you know butts all the time in fear of not trying new things mate we all have mistakes where you know we just think oh I shouldn't have done that but yeah. now you know not to do that do you see what I mean and now definitely like you, you would have never done this podcast had it been for you to just let it all go and just go, okay, what could possibly go wrong? You say the wrong thing. Exactly. Which and happens I, quite I, a lot, but I'm still, I'm still here. Delete that video. Delete the video. <laughs> delete the evidence, all right? <laughs> Sorry. I'm Did not, not happen. <laughs> delete comments. <laughs> no, I love that. It, um, it, but it is, it is so important. And it's one thing that I do kind of promote a lot of the time is you know nothing really grows until you get out of your comfort zone you know you've you've got to do it and you know as much as it's scary as much as you know you are you know a fear the only thing that you've got to fear is not taking that first step and I kind of live by that motto now of I'd rather regret something that I have done than what I haven't because that's how you learn that's how you grow what's your biggest mistake that you've learned from (laughs) <laughs> so do you know what i would but i can't do that <laughs> yes hmm. do you know what this is probably going to sound it and i don't think i've actually really ever said this to anyone but around the time the situation with my mom i was kind of dating and seeing an incredible girl mm-hmm. and i kind of pushed that person away and i let it kind of go because of the situation I was in. And then it got to a stage where I was kind of hiding behind the situation because I didn't want to either hurt myself or hurt this other person. And now I this I don't have many regrets, but that is one of them. And now I've kind of learned, well, do you know what? All you can ever do is be honest. That's it. Be honest and know in your heart 
when you you've made a mistake and you can own up to it you you makes you feel better when you know yeah. okay I was wrong there yeah yeah i understand that that was it <laughs> sorry you i just did that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mate, we're getting to know about you as well here. Yeah, okay. Wow. <laughs> right. This is it now. I've got one final question oh. for you. No comment. Be- <laughs> <laughs> With being on the radio and, mm. you know, you're kind of, that you know, there's playlists and things like that. Do you ever get sick and tired of hearing, like, certain songs? It's a very good question. Very, very good question. And I'll answer it honestly, hands down. Um, I am lucky enough to work on a station that I love. These are the tunes that that I will be playing when I'm at home. So even if I didn't have the radio, I would be playing those songs. And if you ask anyone that I know, I can, they will all tell you, I repeat songs. You know when you're at home and you love to, you put it on again. I'm awful for it. (laughs) Yeah, so this is the thing. I couldn't work for a station um, that played music that, for instance, I wasn't into. Yeah. It wouldn't work. And I can tell you that straight up. It it wouldn't work. I wouldn't be able to talk passionately about the music, the artists. Um, I think that working on a radio station as well is also a lifestyle. You have to suit the station's lifestyle. If you don't, it's not going to be genuine and you'll stick out like a sore thumb for a start. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, hey, <laughs> I want to be talking about pop stars, but instead I'm talking about rock stars, everyone will be like, um, but yeah, Just no. Pandora so, again no. playing Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here she Another is. Another great tune from Ozzy. Um, yeah, feels good. <laughs> so yeah, so um, <laughs> honestly, like seriously, no, I don't get bored of it because yeah. they're the tunes I love. And remember, I get to do love club that. classic. I have a Hearts Feel Good Five at eleven o'clock, which is basically where I get to pick out five of the most incredible club classics. And believe me, when I pick them out, I make sure they're the best ones. They are classics. Saturday nights, don't I? Seven until ten, and they're, they're my tunes. They're the tunes that I'll go and play out in a club. Yeah. So for me, it's I, I just feel lucky that no, I don't feel that. Perfect. That, Joe, that's actually a really heartfelt like response. So I'm, I'm actually really impressed. I was expecting yeah, like some like I hate this song, so a yeah. little bit disappointed. Like, I but, this you know. one more time. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> uh, no, I love it. Honestly, like thank you so much for joining me. I've I'm going to say it in the recording. Like I think this is up there with one of my favorites that I've ever had the pleasure of recording. Like you okay. are genuinely one of my favorite people and your story is very inspiring to me like I do relate to it on so many different levels and it gives me a bit of a kick up the ass when I see you know the the kind of trauma that you went through and then what you've kind of turned that into like it genuinely means a lot to me so I'm so grateful to be sat here having this chat with you oh do you know what stop it now we're both (laughs) (laughs) um no thank you it really is a pleasure and you have been so easy to talk to like you really have like you could literally like you know you you haven't really dug it up I mean you could have got more out of me really if I'm honest no, don't <laughs> and this is part two of the uh, <laughs> stay tuned um no it's been an absolute pleasure you really are someone who is, is so 
easy to talk to. You just want to open up to. And I've had such a laugh with you as well. I didn't know I it was going to be so much laugh. fun. I really <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And it's so cool to meet you. When this is all over and we can finally meet up with each other, I th- definitely think we should. I mean, we will do. Oh, 100%. I will take you up on that. Yeah. I will be buying okay. you a beer or the beers of or the beers of choice. I haven't done it for a year. Oh, God. Something about me. Yeah, I gave up drinking. This was last year. And I can honestly tell you, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't feel healthier. I'm not going to lie to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. You know, my, my world's changed. It didn't change, okay? But I don't miss it. I yeah. now have no urge. Wow. I have no, like, well, I don't even have any alcohol in the, in the house. I used to have some, because, you know, if you, like, um, when you, like, birthdays and Christmas. Yeah, a bubbly or something don't you and i would always just keep them but now i've just like you know recycled them to other friends when it's been their birthdays or christmas <laughs> friends. and i don't miss it <laughs> everyone's just heard you <laughs> just yeah. three three-year-old <laughs> bottle of gin that's been at the back of the no, cupboard that, happy that birthday that's <laughs> <laughs> you two years ago oh we've all we've all done it we've all done we've it, done it haven't we? but um yeah do you know what i was meant to only do it for a year I, that's what I had in my head. I was like, yeah. oh, do you know what? It's going to be a year. Let's see what happens. And uh, no, uh, I don't feel any different. A, I don't miss it. You picked a yeah. tough year to do it. <laughs> or the right year, yeah, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, because there hasn't been going out. There hasn't been, yeah. yeah, really. So probably it's been easier, probably, because I'm not going out. I'm not, I'm yeah. not DJing anywhere. I'm not with my friends in a bar having a drink. Yeah. So maybe it actually has been easier and I've carried it on till now. So I might as well just do another year of it. I don't think, I don't think I'll go back to it. You know, well, do you know what? We'll go for lunch when we're allowed to there we'll you go, go for lunch. Now we're talking. All right. <laughs> I will hold you to that. So <laughs> it's me again. <laughs> oh, I brought you a sandwich. <laughs> you can see me outside the office. <laughs> yeah. Hi, yeah. Like, wait, <laughs> it's not over yet. You can't come. <laughs> Get back. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's been so much fun. Thank you so yeah. much. It's been and an absolute gonna pleasure. Time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview you because I know there's more <laughs> in there. And I know. <laughs> No, you know I can get it out of you. So I'm, you know what? You I'm, did very well. You did. Do you know what? That's probably the first time. Like I've, like I didn't even think. I almost forgot that we were recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it nearly, nearly came out. So <laughs> you're good. Oh so, yeah. So I was right. I worked hard. I worked hard on that. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. Um, absolutely love you to bits. And uh, yeah, keep yeah. succeeding because you are flying at the moment, and it, it's so refreshing to see as well. Someone who's also dealing with a lot of trauma and quite you're actually dealing with quite difficult times. I mean, we all are, aren't we? And um, some more than others. And I just think anyone who can shine or use their platform, which you are, for great use, it's a great thing that you're doing. So keep doing it. All right. Anyway, that's enough of giving you a big. Yes, thank you. I do not it. need any help with that. <laughs> I struggle enough with that as it is, but yeah. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest this week, the incredible Pandora. If you haven't already, don't forget you can still vote for us in the British Podcast Awards. The link is in my bio. As always, I'll see you next week. 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.